Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Bath Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Croxon, and on this episode, I was joined by Jacob Hepner, a four-times CrossFit Games athlete, a YouTuber, and an all-around entertaining guy. Now, Jacob was kind enough to make time to sit down with me and have a chat about taking your fitness and applying it outside the gym. So just before we head over to that interview, a quick reminder that if you stick around to the very end, will you actually be able to find out who our next guest will be and what we'll be talking about on the next episode. Of course, you can also follow my Instagram, JasonCFBPodcast, and you'll be able to see what's coming up on future episodes. So now let's jump on over to my interview with Jacob Hebner. Joining me this week, we have a very special guest. It is one Mr. Jacob Hepner. Jacob, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Jason? I'm very well. Thank you very much for making time to to come on the podcast and, and speak to me and to our listeners. Just in case anyone doesn't know who you are, four-time CrossFit Games athlete. You came sixth at the Games uh, this last year. Unofficially qualified through the Open already for, for the next Games, if I'm not wrong. Yep. A lot yep. of controversy in the past and now about handstand standards and things like that. That's true. We like to keep the fresh and fly, I guess. If, uh, if anyone does want to know, let's say, that side of you, uh, you were recently on an episode of Talking Elite Fitness where you spoke about all of that kind of classic CrossFit stuff. Um, but that's not why we've got you here today. We're going we're gonna to explore some different areas with you. Now, uh, Jacob, as a seasoned athlete, you know probably how important it is to warm up before any big event, and uh, a podcast is no different. So before we get into, let's say, the the topic proper, uh, just a few warm-up questions for you, just to sort of warm up those podcasting muscles. Okay. So I I did actually ask around for a few questions. So Becky Ward. (laughs) Good. She's just simply asked, um, eggs, poached, boiled, or scrambled? Scrambled. Scrambled. Okay. Oh, now she- poached eggs. I don't even know. Just no. No. Oh. No to poached eggs. <laughs> oh, you're, you're taking a very firm stance already on this question, so it's nice. <laughs> it, here, here was another one. She didn't know who I was asking the questions to. She's also asked if you were lost in the jungle, would you have survival skills to stay alive? Ah, uh, probably not very great. No, I'd, I'd probably die. Probably die. But I mean, you'd you'd give it a good go though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a good go, I guess. So actually, one of the coaches, Alec, asked, uh, he says, what is one bad habit you have, but you can get away with it, so uh, you're not changing it, if, if that makes uh, sense? I bite my nails. I bite, bite my nails a lot. Oh, yeah. But you feel yeah. like you can get away with it, so I'm just not, go with Yeah, why am I going to change it? Like, it's not, cha- it's not affecting my marriage. It's not affecting my career. I'm going to continue to bite my nails. Okay. Winston, got any opinion on you biting your nails? No, nah, he probably bites his nails, too, I bet. Probably just takes after me. Another qu- this question came from Ollie. So um, he is one of the co-founders of Strength and Depth, so he might have some bias sure. in this question because he was just asking... Will you come to strength and depth? So is that I, a- I honestly, so it's actually a good question. Like to be honest, like this year has been weird because we got done with the games and the opens. Like the open was there. You you, you took a nap. You woke up after the games. You're like, oh, the open is tomorrow, and then you're like. Half, you know, one thing I didn't do my due diligence on was I didn't know how many competitions use the Open as a qualifier. So there's a couple of them I missed out on because I was I was thinking about the Open. And then, you know, you get a weekend and you're like, oh, I didn't express interest in any of these competitions. <laughs> um, 
But honestly, I don't even know when the strength and depth is. Is that January or February? See, now now you're making me look bad. Here, I can look it up. <laughs> strength and depth, SID, CrossFit, sanctional. <laughs> January 24th and 26th. I don't know. Depends. Depends. I, I don't know what I'm doing that weekend, but maybe I'm coming to London or England. Because I've seen on your stories, very often your response is related to whether or not it's going to be hot or cold. So probably <laughs> January in it's England gonna is going to be pretty cold. So um, keep that in mind. <laughs> the, but the, I, the, uh, when I was last time I was in London, it's the best place I ever got a dark beer and fish and chips. I will not lie. Best fish and chips in a pub I've ever had was in London. Yeah, so, so maybe I'll come back for fish and chips. I, I'm, I'm imagining that you're probably going to have that before the workout. That's uh, that's that's some fuel <laughs> for uh... right before. <laughs> so final final warm up questions, um, and this I've thrown in just because I've got you here. Sure. I feel like it would be a remiss if I didn't ask. Uh, so there's uh, like a movie coming out uh, next month. Um, that you might be interested in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a- any uh, opinions on uh, the recent franchise or or this final one? I don't really care. I mean, it, things are going to change by whoever owns the company. Like, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of a franchise that's been purchased and changed. I really can't think of any. I don't I think Disney's doing a good job. They try. It's not bad. Like, I'm not going to complain. I think the series... Uh, on Disney Plus, that Mandalorian series is kind of slow, personally. But you know, I'm comparing it to Game of Thrones, so you know, like everything's worse than Game of Thrones at this at this rate. So, right, I, I have my doubts about. Um, so, if if anyone hasn't picked up on this yet, we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I I have my doubts we about. Talk, we didn't mention it. We didn't mention it. We just assume everyone should know. Um, yeah, I, I've got <laughs> I've got my doubts about J.J. Uh, Abrahams. I kind of I I don't agree with the whole mystery box thing. I, I feel it's a flawed structure in storytelling, but um, don't tell him I said that. <laughs> but but I, I, I won't. Next time I see him, I was like, oh, I've got to mention Star Wars to to Jacob, and then I thought, oh, maybe I won't. And then I saw your Instagram stories today about seventeen questions about Star Wars, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I better yeah. I better throw Did another you, one in. Um, you you listen to Talking Elite pod, uh, Talking Elite Fitness, correct? Yes, the podcast. Yeah. Are you a patron of theirs? Oh, don't throw me patron? under the bus also. With them. No, I'm not. But I know you've spoken to them about Star Wars on it. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's actually, it's actually, I don't know what their Patreon costs. I think it's probably like three or four bucks per month. Worth it. We have a whole discussion about it. So, I mean, it probably is like 20 minutes for, we just went on for 20 minutes about all sorts of stuff. Um, but, Yeah. Shout out to them. I, I, I'd say it's worth your six bucks if it's like once a month and just pay it and then be done or whatever yeah. you pay for the email. Yeah, pay it once, get your episode and then abandon it. Is that what you're telling me? Okay, I mean, good. Yeah, <laughs> I think their content is worth it regardless. But if you're really interested, I think this month is definitely worth it. Yeah. I have read the, the Darth Bane trilogy. So um, so I, I've seen you mention that a couple of times and I was like, oh, that's a good, a good shout. Oh, totally worth it. Yeah, I'll be on a, a Star Wars podcast at the weekend. So I'm... Uh, I gotta brush up on some of my my facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So I think we are warm enough. So what I wanted to to talk to you about today, uh, Jacob, was something you said in that interview. But it's something that we've kind of it's it's come up a couple of times in some of the the previous podcasts we've done. Uh, and then you mentioned it as well, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this and get your opinion on it because I've I've got my personal opinion and and why I think it may may be a good thing. Um, or may not, uh, but I, I want to hear your opinion about it. So you, 
you talked about the the importance of taking your fitness outside of the gym uh, and sort of using it in in other areas or or let's say outside of crossfit we could say uh, and you even said kind of it was a mistake you had made in the past that you you weren't doing that you were just sort of gym focused and that you've changed uh, so i'd kind of like to know sort of what happened why you you changed why you think it's beneficial for someone like yourself who is you know tip of the spear uh, elite crossfit athlete and why it would also be good for somebody who is you know even new to crossfit or just been doing it for a, for a little while so there's a lot to uh, unpack there but i guess first what what kind of do you mean then just very generally when you're talking about taking your fitness outside of uh, of the gym or outside of the box yeah yeah so um when i when you first start crossfit if your goal is to compete right so if i told you I walked into your gym and I said, my goal is to compete in the CrossFit games. And you said, okay, Jacob, how much CrossFit have you done? And I said, none, right? There would be a steep learning curve to get to the CrossFit games, right? And so I want to caveat and kind of put some assumptions here. First is the idea that when you're first starting CrossFit and your goal is to compete at the CrossFit games, there's going to require a lot of time in the gym to get to that level because you're trying to play catch up with all the guys who have done it for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And so in the beginning, that's what I was doing. I was playing catch up, you know, learning how to snatch, learning how to do double. Arms. I mean, you have to learn everything. And now at the rate I'm at now, it's not really learning how to do them. And now it's okay. How can I fine tune certain things? So in the beginning, if you're trying to compete now, this is, this is, I'm saying this for someone who's trying to go to the games. If you're just trying to do GPP, general physical preparedness, you have no purpose to be in the gym for four or five hours a day. I'm like, you need to get a life. Um, but um, for someone who's trying to go compete at the CrossFit Games, there's a steep learning curve where you're probably going to be in the game, in the gym a long time. And I did that. And now that I'm at the level I'm at now where I'm kind of like fine-tuning certain things, it doesn't require much time in the gym. There's a lot of opportunities to go do other things and try other sports. Because at the core definition of the sport, if you look at like the pyramid, the CrossFit pyramid, right, goes nutrition, goes metabolic conditioning, goes gymnastics, weightlifting, and sport. At the pinnacle of our sport is the idea of getting outside of the gym, using our fitness as a conduit to go outside and try new things. For instance, last night, actually on Monday, I went out and did roller derby, an all-women's all team roller derby practice. I went out there and did roller derby. You know what roller derby is? Yeah, I, well, I, I do know what it is, but I have also seen your, your Instagram stories of that as well. So. Yeah. So basically for all of the viewers watching roller derby is uh, a flat track circle. Um, there are six women on the floor for each team. There's two teams. So on the floor there's 12 women or 12 people, I should say on the floor. And essentially you're trying to go around this, this track and block one person getting past you. And it's an aggressive, essentially it's an aggressive, highly aggressive, uh, on skates. Now I do not, I haven't been on skates especially quad skates, not inline skates. I haven't been on skates since like the third grade. Like I couldn't even tell you last time I had skates available, right? And so Monday I went out and practiced with the team. And then last night I went out there and played a scrimmage with them. Now, I want to clarify, I was not good at it. But it was still fun to get outside the gym and use my fitness in a way that I haven't done in a while. Like I don't skate very often, but it's fun to take your fitness and what you learn, coordination, you know, accuracy, all the, the 10 physical skills of CrossFit, take it outside the gym and use it in a way that's fun. Like that's, that's different. And that's the whole purpose of the pyramid. The whole purpose of the sport 
the sport wasn't always meant to be like, you know, you're either, you know, the sport wasn't always meant to be competing in, in across the games. That's for like the 1% of the 1% that compete. But for the rest of the people, the rest of us who just want to have a good time and use it as fitness to be in shape, to run with our kids, to not hurt our back when we pick them up, to be able to play intramural sports. That's the purpose of the sport or the purpose of CrossFit is for that general physical preparedness. And I, and I think like you're saying, you know, you're going, oh, I wasn't good at it. Uh, but I think if you take somebody who... I was who, still decent. Yeah, well, well, this is my point. It's like, I think for somebody who hasn't maybe been doing, you know, somebody who's not doing anything or like a, a lot of us, maybe we, you know, play some sport at school. We sort of finish, we start, you know, life, <laughs> let's say, and kind of sport, yeah. things like that go out the window so, you know, somebody like that who then says, oh, you know, I haven't done anything for, or maybe I used to do this in the past. Let me just give it a go. They probably get injured. They hurt themselves. They're not right. So at least, sure. at yeah. least you I mean, having, that, that, kind that's of, true. so having that like background in, you know, well, you're kind of an extreme case because you're obviously uh, training a lot. But I mean, even somebody who's just doing the, you know, the wad each day, they could go out and try something new and they're probably not going to get injured. They're probably not going to have to take the next day off work because they've, they've pulled something or strained something. They're just, you're just generally more, more fit and you're probably surprisingly more fit than you realize. So maybe if it's like a group of yeah. friends that don't do CrossFit and they're sort of saying, Hey, you know, do you want to come with us? We're going to go and do this thing at the weekend. Are you up for it? You probably find that you're, even though you're all trying it for the first time, you're probably better at it than, than they are just because of doing all the, as you were saying, all the skills you're learning in, in CrossFit that will carry across whether you realize it or not. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There is definitely some form of carryover. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, because you do CrossFit, now you're going to be a professional sky, you know, professional like diver, you know, like it's not going to happen. You know, in, in the definition of the sport, we're pretty much mediocre at everything, right? Like, I'm not a great swimmer, I'm not a great lifter, I'm not a great runner, I'm not a great biker, but I'm mediocre at everything and across the board. I'm considered pretty fit at everything. Um, but I'm not saying, you know, you're going to be a professional by anyone's means, but it's also good to stay in shape for these options because you're right. I think it does protect you in the long run. You know, you could wake up tomorrow, um, probably run a half marathon. You probably haven't trained for a half marathon. Now you're not going to win the half marathon and you're probably going to be like 50th percentile or maybe worse. But the next day you're going to wake up and probably not be super, super wrecked. Yeah. I think there's a big thing. Well, quite a few people I know at the moment are doing it, but there's this thing, um, couch to 5k, uh, and it's an app. I think it's mm -hmm. actually sponsored by like the, the NHS or the national health uh, service here in the UK. Uh, and it's sort of helping people to get off the couch and, you know, a little bit at a time build up to eventually running 5k. Uh, and they're sort of friends of mine that are doing this and, and they're like, Oh, do you, you know, do you go running? And I'm like, well, not, not specifically like, but then I kind of look through maybe some of the past workouts we've had. I'm like, okay, here I, I, I didn't run 5k, but it was like an 800 meter run and then wobbles and then kettlebell swings and then some rowing. And it was you know five or six rounds of that. So by the end of that, I've, I've probably covered almost 5k or if I include the rowing, I definitely have. So you sort of, you kind of sneak it in and, and don't quite realize that you're, you're doing it. For, for my mind, I think um, the reason I think it's good for people who are even beginning, and I'd like to, you know, love your opinion on this, is that I think if you just, if you just train CrossFit, and again, and again if you, especially if you train, you know, in a class and maybe you always go to the same, you know, so like me, eight o'clock in the evening, that's the time I go. I see kind of the same people there. 
Um, and obviously we're all getting fit together and you know, there will be some who are getting fitter faster than you, some a little bit slower than you, but you're all progressing in the same direction. So I don't know, maybe you, you've, you've come, you've kind of got a goal like, oh, I, you know, I want to get a muscle up and you, you keep trying and it's sort of that goal and you've, you're coming for a year and you're getting better you're, like, at everything, but you still didn't get that, that one movement that you wanted. Like, I still didn't get my muscle up. So like on reflection, you can think, well, I'm not getting any better. Like why am I, I'm wasting my time. I'm not doing anything. But then if you took that fitness outside of the gym and just tried to apply it somewhere else, you'd probably realize that, oh, you know, I used to get winded running to the end of the, you know, chasing the bus at the end of the street. And now I can, you know, overtake the bus and I can uh, carry on sure. down the road. Sort of thing. And you, you just don't realize because everyone's getting fitted together. You're always sort of in the same little group. You might not see the results because you're looking for one specific thing as opposed to just kind of a general uh, health and fitness overview. Yeah. yeah. So I actually talk about that really in depth in one of uh, a video I put up recently, I think it was called um, what you should focus on. Um, and it was a comparison between if you say it was a part of my series, like, so you just started CrossFit. So it's a series I've done where for folks who just start CrossFit or even are a year in, sometimes you have really some questions you're embarrassed to ask your coach. Like, Hey, you know, I just started CrossFit coach, you know, coach Jacob, um, you know, uh, how many times how many, should I do PT or a class? You know, how do I pick the right gym? Um, what, how many classes should I go to? When should I take a rest day? Very, very simple questions. And one of the questions I went over was, so I just started CrossFit. What should I focus on? And the comparison was between weightlifting, gymnastics, and monostructural work, right? So metabolic conditioning, per se. Um, and in that discussion, I, I said, look, you can sit here, we can sit here all day and say, you know, you should do more weightlifting, you should do more gymnastics, you should do more monostructural work. Here's how you should break it up. But I think really what it comes down to is what you should focus on should be what your goals are outside the gym. And that was one thing I brought up was like the idea of double owners and muscle ups. I said, most people come into a CrossFit gym and their only goals are, you know, I want to get a muscle up or I want, I want to get a double under. And those are great goals. Don't get me wrong. Those are awesome goals to have for in CrossFit. Um, and I had them at one time also, but they, they, it's a very nearsighted goal and not very long, not a very, very long-term goal because really like a muscle up does what with you? I mean, it is coordination for sure. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't do any good for goals outside the gym, which is what I think most people should focus on. Right. So a good goal is yes, like I can overtake the bus or I can, I can play a full game of flag football or I can pick my kid up. Like those are great goals, but people don't seem to, seem to think about that as much. They seem to think about, oh, I want to do two unbroken muscle ups. Still great, a great goal at the same time, functional, probably not. There's other goals that are outside the gym that are great, but still you should try to accomplish these goals inside the gym because it does help your health outside the gym, but your goal, overarching goal should be outside the gym goals, not what is inside the gym. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a good way of looking at it really, isn't it? That, you know, you, you build your goals up for what you need in life and then you come in and you, you know, you can focus and, and focusing on isn't then neglecting everything else. So it, you know, if, if my focus is yeah. to, to build up in this, great. At the same time, I'm going to, you know, still be working on that muscle up uh, every now and again, but it's not the be all and end all of, of what I'm trying to do. Yep. Um, I think like one of our earlier episodes, uh, Shax, who basically writes all the programming for CrossFit Bath. Um, we were talking about, you know, he, he was talking about having to balance kind of programming what people need versus also what they want. 
you know they they kind of they want this mm. certain movements certain things that they think will look uh, you know oh that's a really cool looking and that's yeah. yeah exactly yep. over yeah you probably shouldn't really be doing that because you you don't have the mobility for it or you don't you know you're not in, in yep. a good position you're gonna so the, the risk reward isn't there and the kind of but if he just programmed what people need they'd get bored and go somewhere else maybe so it's trying trying to find that sweet spot between keeping it you know people are, are happy they're getting what they want but also they're getting what they need which is the the key factor there so uh yeah it's sure yeah i i would argue that sometimes the the best lifts sometimes the best movements that are good for you the most functional movements aren't the least sexiest movements um burpees the ability to get up like i mean you fall i mean think about elderly folks if you fall down and need to get up that's what a burpee is that's essentially what it is um deadlifts very important squat very important but all these movements i'm naming are the, probably the least sexiest like people want to come in and they want to be able to do a muscle up okay, show me a, a, a specific circumstance in your life where a muscle up is important totally okay. agree with you and i suppose it's things like a, a back squat versus a an overhead squat you know like it, it's rare that you're going to be in that position where you're like i need to squat down and get this thing and i'll probably have my arms fully extended as i go down because that will somehow make it easier it's sort of it's a it's a good movement it looks nice but yeah it's you know if i'm probably carrying something heavy yeah i'm gonna throw it on my back and not try and hold it overhead as long as i get i don't know i might be going i might be exactly. crossing i might be crossing a lake we don't know if we're if we're lost in the jungle as becky suggested then maybe uh, exactly maybe that's happening so i mean you've mentioned your your youtube videos so another thing you've been doing uh is like this series of videos it's, it's not some well there's a degree of fitness involved as well but you're you've got this series jacob of all trades that you're running that's at the right yes so um that's been quite interesting i i mean so far i think as of recording this you've released three is that correct yes yeah we've done three we did dancing with high heels uh we went and worked at an animal shelter uh, and the next one is we went and spent an afternoon learning how horses can help PTSD or stress and anxiety in veterans and law enforcement officers. Yeah, I was watching that and thinking if uh, if if horse riding comes up at the next games, like you and Sweeney have got a I'm original... taking second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm taking second to Sweeney for sure. <laughs> I mean, shooting came up at Rogue, so. You know, it's a yeah. Horse riding's a sport. Yeah. You know, it's it's it can happen. <laughs> uh, dancing in That's high true. heels, I'm not so sure. But um, but I mean, was that? I know that was you, you've because like the the animal shelter is obviously you know a lot about giving back to the community, trying to to, sure. to help. But was that also a, a just an opportunity for you to be able to use kind of what you've learned? outside in other places because i think particularly the first and the, the third were quite sort of physical what you're having to do as well yeah so we really have tried to do um so i teamed up with fit aid to do this series um the whole idea of the series was to take your fitness outside the gym and to use it in ways that are uncommon um and also the secondary solution or the secondary reason was to give back um, now, some of the ones we've chosen are a little closer to giving back and less more to using your fitness for instance, the animal shelter, like you're totally right. Like there's not a whole lot of application of fitness in an animal shelter. Right. Um, another one we did, um, which hasn't come out yet is I worked and worked at an ice cream shop for a whole day. Um, so like I served ice cream for like two hours with people. I had never worked in an ice cream place before, but there wasn't a whole lot of fitness involved in that it was mostly just 
communication between people. I would say that's much but, more nutrition than, <laughs> so, you know, nutrition yeah, is a, yeah, a vital part of fitness. I was, I was doing like non-nutritional ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, those two were mainly giving back. Whereas the next three, so the one you watched was dancing in high heels, the horse riding one definitely has some fitness in it. Um, roller derby is the, going to be the fourth episode. Um, and then actually at, in an hour from now, I have to leave and I'm driving into downtown Kansas city and playing in a, a wheelchair basketball league for tonight. So that'll be my Instagram. You'll be asleep, but you'll see it tomorrow. So that's oh, wow. going to be the final one is wheelchair basketball, which is definitely most certainly an application of fitness. But that was the goal. It was a, a two-part goal of, like we talked about, taking your fitness outside the gym and using it in different ways. But at the same time, highlighting people that do this full-time or for a career or because they're passionate about it, highlighting them and showing them why they do it and what they, what kind of passion they have about it. And that's kind of the, kind of the reasoning behind. It. I mean, and it's, I mean, and they're, I mean, they're they're wonderfully made and and they've been really good, a really good watch. But I mean, the, the message behind them is excellent. And I think even there you know, obviously you've, you've got a big platform, but it's something that we've seen many people kind of do similar things in being able to take the, the fitness they have and whether it's running a marathon or doing a charity ward or doing something uh, to support a, a different cause or a foundation. You know, there, there are ways that you can take, the fit, take that fitness, not just outside of the gym, but outside and use it to, to accomplish something. So, yeah, so it's good. And, and I'm hoping that this really helps other people too, right? I'm really hoping that, people see me doing this or other games athletes see me do this and think, you know, that's a cool way of giving back. Not only am I giving back or donating money back to these charities or charities that are similar in nature to these companies, but also we're creating content with a sponsor. So it's a two part plan. Like I'm not going to say it's just about giving back, right? At the same time, Fit Aid and I are creating content that people will watch for a while. And that's, that's important. Not only my brand, but also for Fit Aid's brand. So it's obviously a two, a two part prong here, but at the same time, I'm hoping that, other athletes, other people in our sport, whatever the case may be, see this and think, man, that's really cool. That'd be fun to do. Like, and the thing about YouTube is a lot of people think, um, oh, you know, hypothetically, uh, oh, you know, Cole Sager has a YouTube channel also. Um, Jacob, he started one after you. Aren't you upset that he has people that, that, that subscribe to him? And it's like, no, like the goal was really cool. I mean, there's obviously the idea of saturation in the market, but the idea is the more CrossFit games athletes or athletes in any sport you get on that, that channel, the more people that'll come and follow them because someone might really love Cole Sager and think, oh, I'm going to go follow, follow Cole Sager on YouTube, but doesn't even know about Jacob Hepner. He finds out about that person later or vice versa. You know, they don't know about, they know about me, but don't know about Cole. And so that's the point of this channel and the point of YouTube in general is like, it's not a competition. It's just the ability of using a platform to hopefully make a positive impact on other people's lives. Yeah. I think, was it the rising tide lifts all boats or whatever they say, <laughs> something like that. So uh, I, yeah I, like I, that. yeah, I think you're right. Cause often, you know, you'll be watching one of your videos and it will kind of give you the recommendations will be other CrossFitters and uh, you know, the, the algorithms, yeah. they know what they're doing. Point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Thank you so much for for taking your time. I know you're you're heading out to do wheelchair basketball, so I really appreciate this. Uh, <laughs> do you know? I, I felt yeah, a little, I felt a little bit guilty, you know, taking your time. I know you're a, a busy guy, but um, if, if people want to follow you uh, on on Instagram, it's at uh, jhepner66, right? And you're, you're, yeah, and the reason for that is, is there's a 
there's a kid over in Japan who has my name, Jacob Hepner, refuses to give it up. So if you're listening to this kid, I want to find you one of these days. Well, <laughs> take that name from you. <laughs> you just have to, to wait for a sanctionals in Japan and then you can, you can go there and get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, when I go to China next week, maybe I'll stop over in Tokyo. And just grab it quickly. But um, you're definitely uh, an interesting one to follow. I mean, you know, again, talking of how many, you know, CrossFit Games athletes, you know, you're talking about YouTube channels, how many have Instagram? All of them. So uh, there's a lot of people to follow. But sure. yours are quite interesting. Um, I, I particularly enjoyed all the replies to uh, the different like scams and kind of con, con yeah. men or, uh, yeah, you know. I've, I've had some fun with that. I'm still trying to come up with some good stuff. I'm still trying to figure out if that's a reason to put on YouTube as a video, but yeah, I, I, cause I've kicked some people off and had to take it off Instagram. Cause I'm like, nah. they'll be like, Oh, he's bowling me. I'm like, no, you're a troll, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'd say if, if people want to, to follow a games athlete where they can see them training and you know what they're doing, great but if they also want to see uh, a lot of other just random stuff that comes random stuff. <laughs> then then you're definitely one that uh, want to follow um thank you so much then uh, jacob for for agreeing to come on so i appreciate that and uh, i hope yeah, the... of course thanks for having me jason thanks so much that's right now i have to try and get cole because i mean as you've mentioned <laughs> you know people might not know who cole sager is so uh he's, he's the man he's the man <laughs> I'll tell him, Jacob, Jacob Hepner sent me. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. It'll probably work. Okay. Um, great. So uh, if people want to find you, they can go on, on Instagram, on, on YouTube, subscribe. Uh, particularly if they're going to watch a video, I suppose the one of the really key ones to watch is the um, the animal shelter one because that that, that's actually linked to the number of views you're getting links to donations, if I'm not wrong. Uh, yeah. So, um, if you go on the, you, my YouTube, you'll find a video that'll explain it. Like it makes it's, it's so fit and I are both posting the videos. Um, so you have to go to the, the exact one. Um, I believe the animal shelter one is on my channel. That's the important one to watch. Um, or if you're interested in, I mean, views go both ways, but it also, uh, the dancing with high heels ones gives money back to, um, an after school program that helps kids stay away from drugs. And that one is on fit Aid's channel. So. Oh, okay, so we will put uh, links in the description so people can just uh, click and you know instead of using that fitness to go and find these videos themselves, they could just uh, look in the description and click the links there. And I'll, I'll also link I'll also link to that that interview of you on um, talking elite fitness. So if somebody came here and was like, oh, I wanted to learn more about Jacob Hetner, the athlete, and <laughs> what he's doing, uh, you know, I probably can't do a better job than uh, Sean Woodland and Tommy Marquez. So uh, I'll leave that to the there you go the super professionals. Okay, so all we've got to say, so we'll just end this episode. And thank you once again to our guest, Jacob Hepner. Well, I hope you enjoyed that fun chat with Jacob. I told you he's an entertaining guy. Now, if you did, please share it around, maybe recommend it to a friend, perhaps just borrow their phone and download it for them. If you're using iTunes, then a nice review always helps out. So the podcast will be back in two weeks time, and I will be talking to Dr. Sean Williams, who is a lecturer on sports science at Bath University, as well as a fellow member of CrossFit Bath. And we're going to be talking about injury risk in CrossFit. So monitoring training loads, heart rate variability, and ways to reduce injury risk. So all good stuff. And until then, well, thanks for listening, and the podcast will be back in a couple of weeks.